and welcome back to episode 130 of the Hit the Showers podcast presented to you by the Foolproof Entertainment Network. As always, I am your host, Clifford Jordan Jennings, here with my point man and co-host, call the nigga <laughs> Malcolm Growing Pains King. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. That's a good one. I like that actually. What's going on, Cliff and Q? How we feeling? Shit. You know how I go. Right. It's hump day. Motherfucker, keep on moving. You gotta keep right. on moving with it. Right. NBA Finals night. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. Mostly for the fact that I want to see how the Celtics do defending their home. And it's a lot more. I, I mean, I guess I don't want to jump the gun. Let's let's hop back to that game one. Because I know you, uh, me and you talked about it, Malk, and I know you had a lot of feelings about the game. Man, Steph started off hot, you know, and ended cold. Team ended cold in the fourth, and the Celtics took off in the fourth, and their defense played a big part, too. I don't know if I would quite say ended cold. Steph and them shot. They played. I think they only scored uh, double digits or less in the fourth quarter, I want to say. They had a horrible fourth quarter. 16 total. Yeah. yeah they did. It, was a bad, it was a bad fourth, but... And Steph wasn't doing. Draymond was just chucking up threes. Steph wasn't hitting as many shots. Listen, as he was. Steph dropped thirty-four though. He, he shot fifty percent from the three, four for or seven for fourteen. Clay Thompson didn't do enough. Jordan Poole didn't score as much. Draymond shot unnecessary threes. And again, we know Al Horford had that fluky game with what was it? Twenty-four. 26, yeah. Six. Yeah, 26, six rebounds, three assists, one steal, six and of eight what? from three. Salem Brown, Derek White. 9-12 from the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Derek White did do his thing, too. He dropped 21, 5-8 from three. Yeah. Um, you think that's fluky, though? For who? For Al Horford. Hell yeah. What do you have, two points that next game? Not to jump ahead, but <laughs> he had eight. like two or four points that next two game. Two points, yep. Eight rebounds, one assist. He was 1-4 from the field. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like that's more fluky than a twenty-six point game. No, I'm not Damn. saying I'm not saying Al Horford dropping twenty-six every night, but he's usually gonna give you a consistent, you know, twelve to sixteen, and that's usually not even starting. That game, he only uh, played 28 minutes. I'm not, I don't mean to say only because, you know. Right. But it was clear. It was clear he was uncomfortable with something. I don't know what it was. The pressure? I, I don't know if I ever say that. I don't think Al Horford's that tight. I don't think he's that type, but I do think it's odd to me that he did only put up four points in the, or uh, four attempts that whole night. Mm. You know, and don't get me wrong, people game plan. You know, 
Don't let that nigga get them open shots because you know Al Horford will knock them down. And it's very clear in that game he didn't take any threes. You they know? were moving him around with the defense, though. Right. They were moving. They were moving him off the block. Al Horford isn't a, you know, contested shooter. You know what I mean? He's yeah. He's I big, know what you're saying. Yeah, he's a big guy, so you know you keep a body on him. He's gonna move around. He's gonna pass the ball. He's All not right. gonna. He's not gonna look to take those shots. You know, six for eight from three pointer. That is, you know, and he's getting old. Let's be honest, he getting old, so he ain't gonna take you in the paint. Not to say that the nigga would take you in the paint before, but he would try, and he would succeed, but yeah. that wasn't his bread and butter. Now you don't even really see that too much. I don't know, man. I just feel like, yeah, he did. He did. I will say he let me down in that second game, because I think I was the one that did say he would consistently give us a 20. Well, I mean, the second game to me, it looked like Golden State focused on the role guys, shutting those guys down. You saw Tatum, he was, you know, not hitting consistently. Jalen Brown, even though he was scoring points, he wasn't doing that good. Wait, are we uh, talking about the first or the second one? I mean, I'm talking about both. I mean, I mean, I, yeah. Go ahead. Jalen. Jalen Brown, 10 for 23 in the first game. Jason Tatum, 3 for 17. Second game, Jason Tatum, 8 for 19. Jalen Brown, 5 for 17. Jalen Brown forces a lot of shit. That's what I uh, definitely notice, and I don't know if that's because he's anxious because of the situation, but it's like there was no reason to take that shot. And I saw a few of them that he did like that. It wasn't just like one or two. No, I saw a few plays he made where I was like, why the fuck? Why? That's that adrenaline, that fight. That You can see he has it in him. He's right. tough. He's tough, man. But when they ain't going in, man, you're not going to make the difficult ones. And, and it's, it's kind of a tough situation that Boston's in, right? Because Jalen Brown does feel that second man role. Yes, he does. So, so you can't have him not shoot. You know what I mean? You want him comfortable out there, but you—I mean, just to put it simple and plain, you got to work on that efficiency, right? Getting to your spots, and, right, and, and creating a little more space instead of trying to be a bully, right? And it's yeah. okay, and it's okay if you notice you can't score. You know, kick it out facilitate but he pivoting and pivoting and pivoting and decided to throw up a ugly ass fadeaway that doesn't get anywhere it's like what the fuck is going on like those aren't the mistakes that uh nba finals team makes and like we said it comes down to experience it does it does and that and and, and that's what drove my pick as far as picking the warriors in five because you can see it throughout the entire playoffs. You know, the Bucks were good, but they were injured. You know what I mean? You shouldn't have went seven. Right. I don't care if Giannis on the team. Everybody prides you on your defense. You pride yourself on defense. You swear you're number one in defense. You shouldn't have went that way. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what to what to say about that. But they also had injuries a lot more. This time around, they may be, I mean, like, to make no mistake about it, you're going up against our generation's powerhouse. So, I, uh, I can't, I don't really have too many critiques, right? You know, because I do think that they're playing true to what got them there. Yeah, but, they're, just, they're just not making shots. Right. I think yeah. I think that I, I just somebody needs to tell them to slow it down a bit. Just slow it down, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody just looks so rushed. And I know that's a lot. It's a, it's a part of Jason Tatum's game, right? And he's the one that I would let get away with it because he will hit it in your face. It really doesn't matter. His it's crazy, right? Because it's like he's tall as shit, and his flick is like. Even when you get a hand up, it's like almost like a high five, but you didn't touch that ball. And he'll still bust that bitch. That nigga, man. <laughs> That's the light skinned KD. But yeah, at the not- at the same time, he need to uh But I get it, they're youngins. They're youngins in this situation. Celtics ain't been to a final since 2010. Hey, babies. Experience is a factor. I mean, it's clear, but I mean, at the same time, you can't say too much because they they had enough in them to get the win in game one. Uh, Hey. Well, there's the first one to four. I still don't think they'll be the, the first one to finish the race. And you're entitled to that opinion. I think I think I'm still leaning with them even after what I've seen. I mean, I, I guess you, I, I gotta could. stand on my pick, but I'm saying even from that uh, game two, nah, even from like looking out outside, looking in perspective, like without what I said, I think I'm still leaning towards the Celtics. But what was you about to say, Q? No, I would say I I could tell you 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 rocking with your pick. You rocking real heavy. You think? Yeah, you rocking real heavy. What makes you say so? Cause man, they didn't as far as that game goes, man, game two, Tatum had twenty eight, yeah, true. But he was two for ten in two pointers. You know what I mean? Right. Jalen Brown, he had 17, but he took 17 shots. Man. And then the only other person that came close in double figures is Derek White. 12 points, 4 for 13. Right. You know right. what I mean? So He was 2 for 4 from 3, though. Yeah, but... I mean, I'm not saying that to, you know, to make any case for him, but... Yeah, that's a blemish. That's a, that's a blemish. It, the the more important thing I saw about that game was Golden State recognized that Jalen Brown is going to put up numbers as far as shot attempts, and you can make him struggle as long as you keep a body on him. Right. Whether he's rushing his shot or just going up too strong or, you know, not having enough of finesse, whatever it may be. But they, they recognize he's just not going to get it done when Tatum's struggling. He, he he had a couple of great games in the Miami series, but you're looking at playing a 
another injured team on your path to the finals. Right. Go go to state. No matter what series we saw them in, in this playoffs, they took care of business. They recognized the weakness first two games. Clay wasn't too hot. You know, Jordan Poole was warming up. By game three, you saw them like an engine in the train, blowing that horn, ready to roll. So game three is very important for the Celtics more than the Warriors right now. You think? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at it from a efficiency standpoint, and 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 also from the role players. Well, see, me me and Mark had the conversation earlier. I think it was even before game two, and the whole reason why I disagree with that is because I feel like the Celtics. The Celtics are it are the it's the the young buck going up against the champion. Nobody really thought, you know, other than like real people like diehard fans that and I'm not saying I'm a fan, but like people that really watch didn't think Celtics had a shot at all. Mm-hmm. And the first game out, you landed that punch. Yeah. You landed that punch and you won that first round. That that round that nobody expected you to win. So now that second game, of course, you go in there with a little. You're not you're not prepared for what's about to come because this team now prepared. They've made adjustments. Not only have they made adjustments, but they're a championship caliber team that stayed together over the long haul. At least the main pieces have. So that's chemistry and experience all in one right there. They weren't ready for that. And even with that said, I don't think that they were too far off until towards the end of the game when they started letting the Warriors pull away. Yeah. But they weren't too far off. Like, it's almost like I can see confidence building. Like, I can see them understanding their trading punches and, oh, we maybe can do this. It's not what we expected it to be. Let's keep going. Now, that's why this game is so important. That's why I'm excited to see this one because now you're coming into your home court. You've pissed off the champion because you've already draw, you already drew blood. Not only did you draw, draw blood, but you drew it first. You feel what I'm saying? So now they're mm-hmm. mad. You're in your home court. How are you going to respond? Now They have to respond with the bigs because the bigs were missing. I agree. I agree. And I would like to see, man, I know you can't. Man, uh, Robert Williams has a lot of time to make up for. You know, you've been out. Oh yeah, and I know yeah. you're still you're probably still not up to a hundred percent, but you got time to make up for, it. and this may be your only chance at a situation like this again. Yeah, you can't split minutes with Daniel Tice. You gotta, you gotta, you got, you gotta, you gotta play them all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Injury yeah. or not, like you got, like this is this is the die for this situation. You gotta, yeah. you have to give it everything right now, if you want it. Just like uh, Dwayne Wade said to Jimmy Butler, no, all those injuries they don't matter. You nope. can worry about them afterwards. Right now, you gotta do your thing. That's the way champions think, and I'm not by no means trying to knock his competitive nature and say he's not a champion, but I'm saying he's a factor when he's on the court. Mm-hmm. Can't afford for you not to be on the court. 
just can't do it. And if that's the case, if you're going to be one foot in, one foot out, I'd rather you be all the way out so we can prepare for how we're going to work without you. So right now, I need more from Robert. Definitely. That, hey. that, that's where the weakness is. I, I mean, I can't identify anything else but efficiency. Right. Having everybody out there at all times. Well, not at all times, but, you know, when they need to be, when they well, should. Well, you see it in any basketball game. If you got a strong inside, then your wings and your guards can focus on the three-point shooting, which is the the specialty in, in basketball right now. You know, everybody shoots a three. But is you know that Boston's I mean? forte? Defensively, it has to be. You have to be strong in the paint, so your guys, your two-way guys, can get out on your the ball handlers and, and and do the best they can to shut them down. You know what I mean? You don't have Robert Williams in there. You got Daniel Tice. Somebody gotta gotta help him pick that up. Oh, you're thinking in from the reverse. Okay, I'm following now. You're thinking from the reverse of Golden State being the shooters on yeah, offense. Yeah. Okay, I was yeah, because, doing vice versa with the yeah, Celtics. With the, I don't no. think that's a Celtics kind of game for real. Well, I mean, but when you got Robert Williams in the game, you see how he moves from the three all the way in the paint defensively. He covers that entire right. area. You know right. what I mean? So you know you got that guy behind you. That's that trust factor. And Horford, honestly, isn't – I mean, I hate to say it because I'm an Al Horford fan – Mm -hmm. I've loved him since the Hawks and all that. <laughs> but he's he's not as athletic as he used to be. He can't mm -hmm. he can't react and cover that much ground. You see him try to close out on a three all the time and he jumps and he's always late and they always busting and it's like I mean I get I get the hustle, but at this point you're jumping for nothing because you can't make it there on time. So that's already, and you're the two at the, mm -hmm. the center position. So that's already detrimental when you, you play in a team that can shoot like the Warriors. And then, like you said, Daniel Tice, he's never really been the guy that can get from the paint to the three if he had to. So you really got a gym in Robert Williams. That's probably why he hurt in the first place. But still, nigga, this is, this is your shot. You know how big them contracts get when you say we want a chip? Mm. Listen. But I don't know. Maybe serious. I can't I can't really speak on it. I don't know what you think, Malcolm. Um I mean Horford, I think I think he's nice, but yeah, I think he's getting older. I don't think he's gonna be like an X factor. I think that was one good game he had, but I don't. Again, I don't see Al Horford having those kind of numbers consistently, or being the old Al Horford we saw in Atlanta, and you know a little bit of. I think he struggled in Philly, but Oklahoma City and stuff like that. Yeah, I just don't think he has enough gas in the tank to last. You know this entire series and play well. That's interesting. That's an interesting take. I don't know if I would question his cardio. Cause he's older, you know. What I mean, he's his young guys. Right. 
Um, you know, athletic as hell, guys. Listen, Andrew. I mean, this is the this is the the uh, what was the the nigga's name? John Henry that battled mm -hmm. the train till his heart exploded. Listen, this is for victory here. This is, is a how bad do you want it situation. It you see, is. when you got niggas like Jimmy Butler who ain't no spring chicken his his motherfucking self. When you got niggas like him playing all forty eight. Yeah, that's insane. That's a that's a that's just, a lot of just stuff. trying to get to the finals, not actually in it, but just trying to get there. He knew he still had more forty eights to give once I get there. Right. So now we got motherfuckers who got there, first time ever getting there, and we're questioning cardio. That shouldn't be the issue. And I don't, I don't know that it is for everybody, you know, out there. But I mean, it's it's very fair to say. It's very fair to say. So what's yeah. Mark Marcus Smart's issue? Is that is that still nagging injury as well? Oh yeah, he's been had a nagging injury. Yeah, he's been had a nagging. I mean, injury. we know that. We know that. We know Robert has as well. I guess what it comes down to is. How beneficial are these players to the team while they're out on the court knowing they're not at 100? Marcus Smart, you need him out there regardless. I mean, that's your defensive player of the year, right? Or, yeah, he went, yeah. So, I do I mean, think he's a presence regardless. Yeah. Yeah, he's a presence. So, you do need him. Uh, Williams, I think you need him, but I, I don't, um, I feel like it's the same situation with both of them. Well, we know that Golden State mainly has a backcourt rather than a frontcourt. So I feel like that's where Marcus Smart is a little bit more value than Williams. Don't sleep on uh, Belizia. Yeah. Isn't that his name, Belizia? Yeah. Uh, the center, white boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something. <laughs> you I know, know it's like B E J L right. -E -J -L -I -C -A. Mm -hmm. some, some, yeah. I think it's Belizia though. Um, yeah, don't sleep on him. You can't sleep on that man. Now, I'm not saying that, and he's undersized, but he's a dog. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stunt him. Uh, Looney. He all right, I guess. Yeah, Looney's okay. Um, I'm not like a huge, huge fan of Looney. I'm not either. He's a dog on the boards. He's uh, a dog that, on the boards. Is, that. What happened to my boy? Is he still hurt uh, for Golden State? Uh, he was a rookie, I believe, last year. Big man. Nah, Who, they James, traded James him. Wiseman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's done. He, you won't see him. No, he's still with Golden State. Is he? I thought yeah, they traded hurt. him. No, he's hurt. Right. That's why I was wondering if he's still he's, hurt. He's yeah. been hurt all year. They I had hopes. I they traded him. They had hopes. Hey, Siri, who does James Wiseman play for? All right. Here's what I got. She said, all right. Yep, Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, man. <laughs> I thought they traded him. I could have swore. No, nah, not played. Wiseman. That's not I I I told you they they 
they bumped him up. They, you know, reports are showing that he's supposed to be a great shooter. So, I mean, I wouldn't get that up not being on a team like Golden State, a big guy. All right. Nah. Wiseman was supposed to be like the original Evan Mobley, I feel like. Pretty much. Evan doesn't shoot enough, though. Well, I just meant like as far as... I know as, what you mean, but... Yeah. Yeah, Evan, Evan has natural range as a big man. You don't see a lot of big men with natural range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But... Yeah, I, I could have swore. I don't know who I'm thinking of, Dan. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of... I said the Kings. Maybe I'm thinking of Marvin Bagley. You might be. Yeah, he got traded. Yeah, he's in uh, Charlotte. He's with the Hornets right now. With LaMelo and the company. I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Has to be. I don't know. But um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, we, we can't keep talking about the Celtics like, you know, they're a failure. No, because, who said, I, I, don't, I hope well, I wasn't giving that vibe. Well, 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 no, no, no. I just want to bring it up because Golden State has orchestrated ball movement. Mm-hmm. And maybe from a defensive standpoint, I know you brought up cardio. Yeah, it shouldn't be a problem, but maybe they dog-tiring them out. That's the, uh, you saw something on the film. Great point. It's like Clay. Clay's just not making shots, but he's still running those sets. He's still taking those shots. Right, right, and right. He's had a lot of open ones he's missed in, in the finals so far. You know what I mean? Right. So, so that 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 might be a a reason why Smart isn't so effective on the defensive end. And, you know, you know, in game two. And we know and, Steph runs you ragged. Yeah, and he didn't play on Steph as much in game two. Yeah, he got he to gotta still be hurt, but uh, that comes back to how effective are you on the court regardless of injury. I don't think Smart is affected by the injury. He's tough, man. It's tough to say Smart being affected by it. That's like saying Jimmy Butler. Like, he came out and, and hit a 40, what, 47-piece on him. Right. You know what I mean? It, you know, hurt. You can, you hurt. can t- hurt. Right. Yeah, you can, you can tough it up. You just got to, when you get home, can't do nothing. Right. Stiff <laughs> as a board. I know. I remember them days, but I still had them days sometimes. <laughs> That's crazy. But um, Marcus Smart's another one, though. He falls in a Jalen Brown category where it's like, damn, like, just slow down. Slow it down. Like, I don't know if you in your head, like, you anxious, like, but you, you doing a lot right now. You could just slow down you know i just that's the youth it definitely is it definitely is i don't know if i would even say you so much and i know it is that definitely qualifies but it's just the inexperience you haven't been at the table with us fancy folks you don't know how to hold the fork you know what i mean yeah like, you just haven't been here enough to know how we get down. That's a salad fork, young bruh. <laughs> Put that down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what it seems like. But at the same time, these motherfuckers came to eat. Where's the food at? Don't worry about how I get it in my stomach. I eat it with these hands. Fuck that salad fork. 
That's mm. the kind of attitude I'm hoping to see in Game 3. I want to see the Celtics know that they're coming and they're going to swing. That used to be the worst thing about fighting somebody that you knew was, like, better than you. Is when you did get them good ones off. You was like, oh, shit, here we go. Because now he about to <laughs> go nuts on me. And it's like, but I guess the better, that's the whole point of you going through it, right? Because the better you get at knowing it's coming, recognizing, being calm, and reacting. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that that's what we see from the Celtics, even though we haven't seen them calm reacting yet. Not one of them, not even Jason Tatum. Maybe Al Horford in game one. But as Mark said, when you go into game two and you shoot one for four, I'm not even mad at the one for four. What I'm mad at is you didn't take more shots. Like yeah. Al Horford is the veteran presence on that team. They can't see you get discouraged. True. So I'm hoping that you didn't go out because, like, I'm not missing. I'm not feeling it. Like, you have to feel it. You have to. But, I mean, you, you know, Horford's never been that type of player where he always looked to score. So, mm -hmm. I mean, four, four attempts, you know, you've seen that a lot of games throughout his career. You're absolutely you know, correct. Yeah, he, he, he'll get it on the boards and, you know, from the assists, but – I mean, he wasn't even getting that. You got to hit shots to get assists. I'll double down on your correctness, right? Because I was also saying to Malk off uh, air when we was talking about the game after the game, and uh, I said Jason Tatum with him only scoring the 12 points in the first quarter. I said, you know, he's thinking right now as we speak, like, that's I can't do that. This mm -hmm. next game, I got to go off. You knew that. So with that being said... You knew uh, Horford wasn't going to get as many touches as he did in the first game. That nigga Jason Tatum had more assists than points that game. Yeah, 12 points, 13 assists. Come on. <laughs> but that I do equate to intelligence. It's not my night. Let me let me be, be beneficial elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you just get that from Jason Tatum a little more, period. That'll cut down the one-on-one -on -one ball. You know, cause him and him and uh old JB over there, they like to uh hold the rock a little bit too long. Right, right. I agree. I agree. And it's also like when they when they realize that they aren't gonna make a play, they look for each other more than they look for everyone else out on the mm -hmm. court. I noticed. Yes. Yeah. Like, was like, run around and get the hand off and run around me or cut. You know, it's like, well, move it. Move it like the Warriors do. You know, you're making it easy to defend if the ball's not moving anywhere. You're just doing handoffs. And, you know, little quick passes when he runs back to the three-point line. It all comes down to inexperience. Yeah, knowing what to do, knowing what spots to hit. Knowing the coverage of the defense. You know, they got to get that Steph mind frame. You know, when Steph's, before Steph come across half court, he's looking at strong side, weak side, 
who's in the paint, who's up top. Is that right? Is that right, though? You think that's right? I don't think that's right. I, I think it's knowing the coverages, man. It's now, too much one-on-one ball. If you understand the coverage, the ball don't stick. I think I think Steph uses them, uses what you're talking about offensively. Yeah, offensively. But as far yeah. as yeah, as far as moving the ball, let's be honest, the ball is designed to move back to Steph's hands. Mm-hmm. And that's half the reason why Draymond Green, congratulations, Draymond Green moved up to top ten in the uh, all-time assist leaders in the finals. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, he, he he passed up Larry Bird and Kobe Bryant. They had one eighty-seven. Draymond Green now has one eighty-eight. But you know mm-hmm. who isn't in the top ten? Steph Curry. Well, I'm glad you brought up Draymond, and, and you're talking about Steph in that sense because Draymond said Steph is on our team, and he's designed to do his thing. Mm-mm. Weird no, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the way Steph's playing. I'm just saying that. When you said that, you said when he bring the ball up, Cordy's looking strong side, weak side. That's definitely not so much to facilitate to the open man. It's do I have an open shot before I pass the ball and run around all these people to get an open shot? But it does depend on what kind of set that he's going to run before he crosses half court. Mm-hmm. Because Clay can go to the right. And he might not go all the way deep in the corner before he makes his cut. He might just hit the wing or he might jump to the free throw line. Touche, touche. You know, pull. That's that's what I mean about because I watch a lot. I love ball movement. I'm sorry. I like like I love when guys are are just steady crisscrossing on offense. That's why I love back in the day with Parker, Ginobili, and Duncan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't stop moving. They don't stop moving. That was Popovich. Popovich, it's the uh, NBA is going to be a tad bit grayer when Pop retires next year. You think? Because there's a lot of it's a lot of upcoming coaches that that are pretty bright that are not too much on that analytics side. Man, I think Coach Pop was a great. I think he was an underestimated great, though. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah, got a little pop, man. He keep them boys ready. He know what to call. And you may be right. It may be in their culture, you know, to continue that style of play. But yeah. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. They they haven't continued it that way. But that's even with pop. Hey, maybe it all, Tim it all comes down to talent too. Maybe Tim Duncan gets moved up. Mmm, that would be interesting. He's in the culture. That would and be interesting. You, and then you got a guy like Fisdale who just got let go by the Lakers as an assistant. He comes oh, from the Miami Heat tree. You know, they they run that same kind of defensive grittiness. I mean, that's a help. You know, maybe they hire him on as well. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's, it's a lot of talent out there at the coach's position. We ain't even talking on the court right now. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, and I'm not even really talking about talent, but I'm talking about, like, keeping up that same energy, right? It's almost like it's energy, like, transferred. Because mm-hmm. I do think that the reason that the Spurs have been stuck to that same culture is 
the acquisition of talent. I think that they've gotten different pieces and they haven't been able to rely on everyone equally to a point that they can move it like they did back in those days that you brought up, Mount. Mm-hmm. And I think that that energy has been transferred to the Warriors. Nobody moves the ball like them. I can't think of another team that moves the ball like them. Like, But that's another reason why I said it's tougher for the Celtics because they're not just facing experience. They're facing chemistry. They're facing chemistry. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, even when you look at uh, Poole. Poole was brought up through the Warriors, just like Draymond, Steph, and Clay. You seen that video of Poole uh, that they got out on the internet and it said that uh, Poole uh, saw the girls in the front row and changed up his whole uh, swag. It was him noticing the two white girls that was on the, uh, they was in the front row, like, like down from the bench. And I guess he noticed them looking at him or something. And that's when he started going off in the fourth and they got a nice little cut together. And I thought that shit was funny as hell. But I said, damn, that nigga need, uh, groupies to perform. Right. Sometimes, well, we talked about that offline the other day. Remember, we said when the ladies. Oh yeah, are, you do. Yeah, you do perform better when you know somebody you, you out know, there watching you. You know, you put a little extra pep in your step. You know, maybe you run 15, 20 yards for the pass instead of a little quick five in and out. And you know what? I can't say that I haven't been guilty of that myself. So I can't go hard on the young bro, right? You know, you have. But I also haven't been in no motherfucking finals where (laughs) I shouldn't need that, right? Right. You go through the season building up chips that you stack on your shoulder, little things that keep you motivated. And if you get to the finals and you have to look to the sideline to see who's in the front row to get motivated, I don't think you're in a good spot. I don't think you're in a good spot. The same reason why I was dogging on Miami because they said thank you Draymond Green. So you held that so you held that animosity for one game but didn't hold it for two? What nah, they was, held it they held it for two. The only difference was Celtics was hitting them tough shots in the net. The, they the was. Next, they was. I'm talking I'm talking I count six shots on my hand Tatum took with a guy like but you know what? It's almost like that 47 piece that Jimmy Butler dropped the game before was to the detriment of Miami. Because you let this man carry y'all that that took away y'all's rhythm. Y'all didn't get to put up those same shots that y'all put up. Not to say that a bunch of people on Miami put up a lot more than Jimmy. But still. So now the next game when he's not going to give y'all 47, are y'all ready to drop some shots? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know if that's to count for Clay Thompson's awful performances. And once again, to all my showerheads out there that it may be new, I preface that by saying I love Jackie Moon Jr. But his performances mm-hmm. as of late have been nothing short of awful. Mm-hmm. 
awful. Man, he's had a rough start to every series. Like we yeah. said, like we said, all the yeah. all the all his points are in the teens, and then he'll mm-hmm. give you one thirty point game per series. The only scary thing for Boston is he hadn't gave it to you yet. I would rather I'm like the kid with that, you know, you coming home and your mom like I'm gonna whoop your ass when you get home. I need this whooping up out the motherfucking way. I ain't stalling this shit. I'm coming straight home for that ass whooping. Right. <laughs> Let's get it. Done. I didn't hold on. I didn't say the 2K version. Was <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it the JV way. Mm-hmm. But nah, I gotta do that. You feel what I'm saying? But listen. I don't even know what the fuck I was. What, what did it? What was that have to do with anything? Well, fuck the bullshit. So black coaches now lead fifty percent of NBA teams, according to NBA.com. Well, first and foremost, I do want to. That's a very nice stat to have, and I do like. Uh, who was it? Adam Silver that said, "While I am proud of that stat, it's not newsworthy." No. I know what he meant. Like, like. It is for black folks. Black folks are happy about that. But he was saying, like, that's not good enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that shouldn't be. A thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't have to be news. Right. Right. It should be a given. And really, it's weird. (laughs) Right. It is weird to have to always announce the first black and the first. We've got some blacks. At the same time. They do Hispanics too, I guess. Well, I mean, I I have a reason for that though. A reason for what? What's the number one sport in America? Football. I would. Baseball. No, really, no. Baseball fell off. Really, is soccer. But your your top money maker in um, America. In America, yeah. Soccer. What is the number one sport in America? Here's what I found from Wikipedia. American football is the most popular sport in the United States. Popular. Mm. Popular. And that's where I was going to get at. I was going to say American football is popular, the most popular. Everywhere you go, you see football. What does football lack? Leadership from blacks. So it's kind of like throwing it in the NFL's face. Hey, we're the best thing around, not you guys. Right, we're the we're the more progressive uh, organization. I mean, the greatest, and they players, already have been. Yeah, the they, greatest players in history with the most. I mean, I'm talking IQ, knowledge, the whole nine are African American. So it's a big deal to throw it out there newsworthy when you got the NFL it seems like they're passing laws and bills like the government to include black people you know what I mean NBA don't have to do that but that's also because and I think that that there's a lot there's a there's a deeper rooted meaning behind that too that I feel right and it's Mm -hmm. really because the NBA is the easiest game to play for someone that doesn't have a lot. You know, you can find a hoop. Mm-hmm. You can walk 
two miles in most directions and you'll find a school or a park or somewhere with a hoop and then all you need is a ball. You don't have a hoop, it's milk crates out here. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So when you get to football and like equipment and paying these fees and all that, it does take a little bit more than a lot of people have. So when you have that rags the riches story, I feel like it's easier to come from basketball because football, in a lot of sense, people kind of have to endorse you. You know what I mean? They have to believe in you enough to offer up the things you need to succeed at that sport. But with basketball, you can grind yourself out. I can hit these shots. I'll put up a thousand a day. I'll run miles. And you've kind of already prepared yourself. That's why you see a, a increase of all these young high school kids that are like, they're doing shit we've never seen before. That's because mm-hmm. they recognize the game and they've been training that way since they were a young buck. Knee high to a grasshopper type shit. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's the reason. That's the reasoning. But when you look at football... You can't learn that on your own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Maybe being you where I'm from. You have the from, ability, but you can't learn that game on your own. I don't know. Being where I'm from, uh, being in a, a football state, because Florida is. Um, but is it a better yeah, football did, state than Ohio State? The Ohio State. Hey, you talk. Yeah. You talking college. Well, Cincinnati Bengals was just in the Super Cincinnati Bowl. Bengals is, yeah. And how many players are from Ohio, though? Joe Burrow's from Ohio. Well, I don't know, but Ohio State still puts in the more, the most players of all colleges to the yeah, NFL. But that's not, that's, that's not the point I'm making. When you look at Florida, Texas, California, I didn't grow up with nothing. But when I went out there to try out for football, you know what happened? My pads might have been too big. My helmet might not have See, fit a, right. My pants might have been saggy. But guess what? They saw I had talent. Hey, I got these old pads. They always keep the old pads. Always because they're going to see that talent. Yeah, you can't buy your own, but get away. Here you go. I need you on that field. You're going to see that in Florida. You're going to see that in right. Texas. You're going to see that in true. California. I agree. But once again, that's, gonna see what it I mean. Arkansas. that's what I mean when I say endorsement. Well, no, nah, it's not really an endorsement because we grow up on the park scene. You know what I mean? Our parks, you know, we're not talking about a league of, you know, just five or six teams, man. Every 15 minutes, east, west, north, or south, you're going to run into a park, and that park going to have a football right. team. They're going to have a basketball program. They're right. going to have a track club. You know what I mean? Here. You know what I mean? So not you know so exactly much, what I mean. Not so much. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Not but, always with the track. Track's a little harder to find, but you, you. All we had to do was make it to high school. All we had to do was make it to high school. And that school, may be man. my ignorance, really, because, but I don't hear of a lot of like rec center track meets or you know whatever. Like, it's usually a school. Nah, see, That's ours was there. ours was all Optimus clubs, you know. Right. More, more than likely. 
you know, funded by the little city money they had for that one little area. Right, right. But like I said, it's, it's so many, though, you know what I mean? And then you have after, after school programs because you're in a, you know, you're in a more poverty community instead of a uh, a high end in neighborhood. You right. know what I mean? So so you have the resources when it comes to that just because of the talent that's came out of that area. Right. I feel what you said. Like I, like I'm saying, it's just not the greatest equipment. It's not the best football. It's not the best Listen, helmet. Man, <laughs> regardless, you know I mean? right, like you said, unless the coach already knows that he's willing to provide that, your parents still had to pay them fees for your football equipment. Fees? No, no, we man, all we paid for was a physical, dude. Nah, there was. That's fees. all we paid. Nah, Are you all we sure paid. your mama ain't let you know when she was shelling out? My mom didn't pay for nothing, so it didn't matter. Okay. <laughs> all we had to do was get that physical, man. It's different. Like I'm saying, it's different. And I know in, in, in where I'm from, it was different. Yeah, you know what I mean? We didn't, we didn't have when... it, but it was. Go ahead. So you didn't have you didn't have fees like when you signed up for the team at all? You just had to get your physical and you was good to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's fees. Yeah, we didn't have no fees, man. This ain't hockey. This ain't baseball. This ain't travel soccer. Yeah, you didn't just you, you wasn't just I mean? joining a team for free. Round here, teams would be fifty strong if that was the case. Nah. Yeah, no. And we had teams fifty strong. Uh -uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? We didn't have no teams of just twenty players or twenty two enough for offense and defense. We had a full squad. Every team had a full squad. Yeah, nah. nah, that's too much. And maybe that's a tribute to the league we were in because we did YFL versus Pop Warner. Not until I got into my high school years, we saw the Pop Warner flourish down there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe, maybe that meant a lot. Maybe the youth football league was more, you know, maybe, maybe it was more funded by itself where the teams didn't have to come in with that. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. But then, once again, we've divulged or dive or yeah, di uh, not divulged. Uh, you know, divulged. <laughs> nah, divulged is to give up too much information. Um, we might have done that too. Though. We might have done that as well. Um, but we'll move Clay. on. Clay Thompson passes LeBron for number two in career playoff threes. Mm. Attempted. <laughs> he trails his teammate Steph Curry on the all-time list. Don't do that man like that. Listen, I'm just saying, it's been a long time since we've seen light him up, Clay. He do his thing though here and there, like QB saying though, like he he does what he you know. I don't want to say he does what he's supposed to, but he'll 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 uh what's the word contribute. It's no way that he's doing what he's supposed to. He, he will contribute, but there's no way that he's doing what he's supposed to, putting up 15 and 11 and like that. There's no way that that is enough for the Warriors to win a chip. Especially yeah. when, like we said, Aaron said it last week, Draymond be putting up two and four points. He put up four in the first game, <laughs> four points, 11 rebounds. Five assists, two steals. Second game, he put up nine. Seven assists. But I'm I'm saying, like, 
you need somebody other than Steph to to get boiling out there. Right. And I don't yeah, know who else it would be. The same way the Celtics need somebody other than Tatum to get boiling out there. See, the go to state needed to click kind of like Otto Porter in game one. He was four for five from three. And that was all his attempts. You know what I mean? Efficient, 12 points, got it in, helped the team out. Right, right. You know what I mean? Wiggins gave him 20 points. He shot, what, a hair over 50% in game one. You got to have it click all at once, though. Right, right. And that, and that's the big issue. Clay going four for 19 in, in game two is terrible. <laughs> I, think, I think the Warriors have watered Wiggins down. I think mm. so too. Like I mm. said, like I said last week, I said I think Wiggins is like he's gotten with an employer that he's overqualified for. Like mm. now that he has all those other stars on the team, he doesn't have to do anything but be open on the wing. Right. But when you think about Wiggins, who was the highest pay athlete in the NBA at one point when he was with Minnesota. Think about everything he was doing there. Think about everything he was doing there. It wasn't just defense and shooting. He wasn't a 3 and D player. He was that guy on the team. And now that you get the Warriors and you don't have to be that guy, it's like, well, I don't really drive too much. Yeah, if I have an open lane, I'll take it. But I'm not about to take this nigga up top like I would have in Minnesota. And because of that, you look at the stats now and you like Wiggins dropped 20. That's a good game for Wiggins. Mm. And I'm not mm. saying it was a bad game, but when you look at Minnesota Wiggins, was it a good game? He dropped 20. Was that a good game for Wiggins? I don't think so. And I think the Warriors are the uh, culprit in, in doing that. They didn't roofie my niggas NBA game. Well, I mean, you got to stick with your, with your, with your two, really, right? Yeah, I mean, you do. But what happens when your two, your second man, is only giving you teenagers? That's a coaching decision there. Right, and that's what I was just about to say. At what point does the coach have to be like, eh, this isn't working, we need to switch it up. And I get it. Like, that's, that's changing chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, when you're running your sets – you run them better when you know that the person you're comfortable with running them is out on the court. Mm-hmm. Now you switch truck. it up, you switch it up, and you may get something a little different from your star player in Steph. He may be a little uncomfortable now. But at the same time, we can't accept 15 and 11 hoping that you get a 30-point game once out of this series. True. I don't care about the injuries. I don't care how long you've been out the game. It's At this point, it's like, wh- how long? How long is the drought going to last? Not feeling it. And if it continues to last, then you're in the same position with the, uh, who do we say uh, is the new mellow? James Harden. Do I become right. a bench player now? Right. Like, is that the best position for me? And if that's the case, you better hope you get another wing ring now. Say so I'm a four four time champ. I'll be the highest paid bench player you see. 
but I don't know. It's it's a fight. It's a fight ahead of ahead of them. It's a fight for both of them. Mm-hmm. This it's is the lot. this is the finals I wanted to see. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of good play, but it's a lot of tough times. Right. A lot of tough. You can't even pick it out. You don't even know how game three is going to even start. Right. <laughs> right. Awesome, man. I like it. I <laughs> good ball. Good ball. <laughs> now, speaking of game three, and I know we've already spoke on it quite a few, but um, of course, for all the shower heads that may not, you know, know. Or in other countries, yeah, it's a few of them out there. Stop playing with me. <laughs> uh, game is tonight, Eastern Time, nine o'clock. Um, NBA.com released four things to watch for in Game Three. I want to go over that to, uh, you know, wrap us up or whatever the case. Uh, not to, you know, like we rapping, you know, but. Um. Oh, and beyond that, we still never uh graduated. Uh, congratulated the king, LeBron James, first active billionaire. Oh, yeah. yeah. In NBA history, that's interesting. Well, God we bless. Knew, we knew it was coming. Yeah, now nah, we knew it was coming, and, and and what's crazy is he gives. He, yeah, he He's gives. He's about to create like a medical facility in Akron. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he's about to have like a, but it's like this kind of state of the art and it has like all these different uh, clinics to it or something. Right. But the only reason why I say that is because when you give, you always receive. So it makes sense that somebody like LeBron, that's so, uh, what's the word? Philanthropical. Right. Philanthropical. Is that right? Right. Yeah, I think that I think that's right. That would, you know, make that happen. Wait, is it philanthropist that you're talking about? Is that the word you're talking about? Well, that's to explain the person itself. Uh, but the action would be philanthropical, I, I believe. Learn well, something new every day. Okay, I, I believe. But don't listen to my ignorant motherfucking ass. You know, I just listen. <laughs> I'll lie straight to your face and think I'm right. Allegedly, we'll go with that. No, I ain't no alleged about it. I just, I'm lying to you, and I, I believe it <laughs> just as much as uh, you, you know, you about to. Shit, I don't know. We ain't gonna know together. <laughs> but um, NBA.com, four things to watch for in Game Three. Number one, they said Draymond Green getting physical and mental. And after reading the article, what they was meaning by that is, of course, you know, the hard fouls. They even uh, referenced Dennis Rodman and said how, like, he would, you know, give you a jab to the ribs if his back was to the ref. He said, you can expect Draymond Green to try some sneaky, annoying shit to get up under your skin. And I think that he's already done that with Jalen Brown. Um, uh, Who else? Not Al Horford. Was it Al Horford? Who, uh, Draymond? Yeah. Um, it was Brown. I mean, he was in Tatum's face to where the ref walked up. Tatum told him, nah, he good. That's not who I'm thinking um, of, though. Um, 
I can't remember. But nigga, it's Draymond Green. He's going to get in everybody's face. He's going to do... You know, he's that Lance Stevenson all blowing your ear type while I'm guarding you just to piss you off. That's the kind of person he is. And I do think that that's a good point, a good thing to point out. But at the same time, I don't know how beneficial that would be for him to be overtly that way when Celtics are now at home court. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that ref one ain't going to let you get away with some shit. But you can't just be putting your foot on uh, people's heads when you fall and keeping them there and then getting mad when they push your leg. Like, you got, you got blessed with no tech. That tech would have kicked you out of the game. So, if that's one of the things that we should watch out for in Game 3, I don't know how beneficial it would be for Draymond Green to be overly that way in this game. Maybe Game 2, maybe understand what you can and can't get away with in Boston. But I don't think you should be that way. You almost got kicked out at home. What do you think they're going to do in Boston? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, what y'all? Well, what what do y'all think about that? They gonna get the win. Well, of course you think that the Warriors get the win, but do you think that Draymond Green, you know, playing up under people's skin is gonna affect that in any way? That was the question. It's gonna affect the, the outcome game. of this the this outcome. game three coming up. Because remember, we've always said, before you answer that, remember we've always said a lot of Draymond Green's stats do not get recorded. He does the things that you cannot track or cannot really, you know, acknowledge on paper. Mm -hmm. So do you think that that affects in any way the outcome of this game coming up? Yeah, Boston top players aren't hitting shots like they have been. Man, you got listen. a dog. You got a dog coming in there in your house, being a dog. You know, tearing stuff up, shitting on your floor. Right. You know what I mean, so to speak. And y'all got y'all's newspaper rolled up, ready look, for this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm shooting three for seventeen, and I just can't get right. But the crowd going nuts because this dog just steady tearing my house up. Right. You know what I mean? The shooting efficiency got to be there. I agree. I definitely agree with that. I don't know. Um, I agree with NBA.com that it's definitely something to watch out for. But uh, I don't know if it's that deep to the extent that they were trying to make it out to be comparing it to Dennis Rodman and shit. That's a little over to me. Um, number two was who's the third um, option for the Celtics, which I think is a very um, respectable question. Nobody else is proven to be the third option. You see a Derek White show up, you know. You see a Grant Williams show up last series. But there's mm-hmm. nobody to really step up and fill that role, even with the Al Horford. 
So I definitely think that's a that's a good question as to who's going to be the third, especially when your second isn't showing up either. Now Clay Thompson's been hurt; he's getting old. Jalen Brown, what's your excuse? Why are you dropping seventeen like that? And you didn't give us no uh, ten assists to account for the fact you wasn't making shots. Man, maybe Udoka in that sense, he just has to play that by the hot hand. You know, while you're running your rotations, change your change your minute. But I think that's the issue, right? Because you got Draymond Green, who's usually, you know, first team all defense, second team all defense. You got Klay Thompson, who's consistently about second team all defense. You got all them players out on a court. I don't think you can afford to play hot hand ball against a team like that. Well, I mean, just basically out of your rotational players. You know you're not taking away from Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford. But when you're looking at White, you know what I mean, and Grant Williams, you know for those two guys, like I believe White didn't do too bad last game. No, he no, no. He he should have got more minutes. Even with the twelve, yeah. Yeah, no. that's what I mean. I you know, agree with that. You know what I mean? Drop one of your twos to three. You drop one of your threes to four. You know, do what you got to do to incorporate him in that and in, in that matchup. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, that's what I mean as far as riding the high hand. I don't mean taking away from your your Listen. your core. Stop playing because you know my white boy out here still being efficient in these streets. Peyton Pritchard, game mm -hmm. one, dropping 8.6 rebounds, two hey. assists, three for four from the field, two for three from three in 16 minutes. Hey, hey, don't jump on me. In my defense, I was trying to get to his name. It just didn't come to me right away. Man. <laughs> In 16 minutes, man, I've been saying that. Like, if y'all ain't going to get that man some PT, he need to move on. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you don't have a point guard. You don't have True. one. True. You don't have one at all. You're nope. putting Marcus Smart at point and Derek White at point. You don't have a natural point guard, and this man is sitting right there. Yep. Those are solid twos. I just don't get it, man. I don't get that shit. True. Like get it, get a man an opportunity. It's not like he don't play D. It's not like he's not out there working. Like what is it that's not giving him an opportunity at this point? I don't get it. Maybe it's height. And he is undersized. He's very undersized. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he has good D. He's playing good D out there. He's scrappy out there. He's coming up with steals. And you're only giving him 10 to 17 minutes a game. I don't get it. And I understand, like, now you're in the finals, so you don't want to, like, you know, like, do something to fuck it up. And you are a first-time coach in the situation. But it's like, acknowledge the man's efficiency. Acknowledge that when he's out on the court, he makes shit happen. Give the man an opportunity. I don't understand it. I just don't get it. Well, bring him. Take take him over to Cleveland with y'all next season. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to give a little dummy trade for Peyton Pritchard. 
Mm. Mm. Might work out. I don't know who we would give up. I would say like Dylan Windler, even though I like Dylan, but I would give him up for Peyton, even swap. Because Dylan is still a fan. He's going to provide for you. He's going to hit some shots. But I would rather have Peyton. Even swap, though? Even swap. Why not? Well, it can't be an even swap, really. Well, yeah, it can. Because you can say even though that you've now gotten to the finals, you didn't play more than 15 minutes. So it's not like... Nah, you can't. Nah, you can't blame it, it on his. You can't story. blame it on his minutes, though. Well, you, you, yeah, you have to because no. you start to ask yourself if the Celtics weren't playing you, why was it that you weren't being played? You feel what I'm saying? It's the same with any job. They ask you about the reason you didn't stay at that position long enough. That's well, you were only there for what six months. Why was that that you moved on? to the other position and they're looking for a a, a, a detractor in that mm-hmm. but the issue is he doesn't have any detractors visibly that's what, that's what i was going to say that's coaching to me because he, he he stated what he could do in a defensive end and he's being efficient in the finals i you, mean his you know only detractor I mean? would be his height that would be the only thing that you could Man. and you know me i sympathize with motherfuckers in that role because I feel like I'm a giant. I feel like I'm 12 foot 23. He said 12 foot 23. That's how I feel. That's why my big man seven foot three on two Because <laughs> that's how I feel every day. Listen. But, um, yeah, they got to figure out who they third is going to be. I do agree with NBA.com with that. Um, number three was, and this is a very interesting one here. Will Steve Kerr be forced to choose between Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole? What do you mean? As far now, as now, Q shaking his head for all the the uh, audios out there, listeners. No, sir. You don't think that he would have to choose between them? No, nah, man. How you gonna choose between family, dude? No, I right. get that because that was definitely uh, highlighted in the article that you know Steve Kerr does have a loyalty to Clay Thompson, but at the same time, let me run something down to y'all, right? Because when I had the question and I I had to do my own research just to see if you know what I thought to be correct was correct, and even with uh, Clay Pool. Having 21 less minutes in this current series with 48 to Clay Thompson 69. They both have 26 points currently in this series. Clay Thompson is leading Jordan Poole with five rebounds to Jordan's four. And Jordan Poole is leading Clay Thompson one assist with his five assists to Clay Thompson's four. And they both have the same amount of steals. Now, I say that to say that a man with 21 minutes almost puts me in the Peyton Pritchard situation where it's like his efficiency is a lot higher than the guy that you currently have in that situation. Yet, you're only allowing him 28, 30 minutes a game. Meanwhile, Clay's playing 38. 
Now I get it, it's the Warriors, right? You gotta space those minutes out a little bit more than you can a Miami or a Boston. But still, if that man is more efficient in less minutes, why would you not have to eventually ask yourself what this family mean we in the finals? Just brought it over Peyton Pritchard. Well, that's different, right? Because there's no family to replace. The issue with, with Golden State is that Clay is Jackie Moon Jr. He's the guy. He's the guy that got you those three finals. Not to take anything away from Steph or Iguodala or Kevin Durant, but without Clay Thompson, y'all don't smoke. Yeah. Yeah, and I it's been very saying. clear because Clay Thompson's been out for two and a half years, and you haven't been there for the same amount of time. So, at what point do we say we need a victory? Clay, you may have to come off the bench, bring Jordan Poole in there. The only thing that kind of throws me off with that is like we talked about earlier if you run in sets and you got to young buck in there that's a little wild and he may bow out on his curls and he bumping into you and that throws off your game and that's the one thing it's not like clay hasn't been sharp it ain't like he's not been creating space he's just not hitting shots with 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 jordan Poole in the game he's not getting that space you when know you what i mean he hadn't been sharp or it's not huh? like he hadn't been sharp I, I mean, on I mean, on his cuts. I mean, okay. as far as his cuts, okay. And, you know, his cuts, his looks, right? The shot, shot selection, you know, the whole nine. He's playing Clay's game. You know, Clay's being Clay. Yeah, it's no, just he is. not he's going just, through yeah, the hoop. It's not falling, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, my whole thing is, it's just not falling consistently. It's not like just a game or two is just not falling. No, this is consistently just not falling. I don't take Clay out. Maybe, maybe you you give some of those uh, that inconsistency in the auto porter. You know, use some of those minutes on the offensive end when you need it. But when you need it defensively, you keep auto porter at his minutes. You know, you're looking at a guy like Kaminga. You know, when you need defense, make sure he's in there. But I think you needed you, the whole series all the way through. I, I'm just trying to figure it out because and Clay's not a bad defender. We just say he's no. second team all defense consistently when he plays. You know, so it's, it's not tough. like he's the weak link on defense. No, nah, it's it's tough, man. Man ain't been playing for two years and fifteen games in the regular season, and boom, playoff run. You know what I mean? It's it's tough. It's tough. When it's leg injuries, you know what I mean? Right. No, leg, I, listen, I know I know how that go. Yeah, it's, it's tough, but, man, what if you do that and it bites you? You know what I mean? Now we're getting and that's what, what they, they They also said that in the article. They said that it would be a very bold move on Steve Kerr's behalf to do that, and it would be unprecedented in finals history. Yeah, you're better off using Clay as a decoy and letting – Chef Curry cook. But let's unprecedent some <laughs> shit for real. Like this is the time, right? If shit ain't working, you can't like you know what I'm saying? It's almost like like you loyal to a motherfucker that's just coming up short time and time again. That doesn't mean that I'm gonna cut you. I'm gonna mm. move you to where where it benefits me the most. 
That's something more for next season. Right now, you ride in, it out even if yeah. it means you could potentially lose. I wouldn't say that. I mean, it looks like yeah, it's tied game, right now. Just from game two speaking, it looks like they figured out the defensive side of things. It's tied right now. The motherfucking Celtics beat uh, the Warriors first game by 12. Warriors beat them second game by 19, right? Split is seven. Split is seven points between the two games. And you're talking about a team that is a baby in the finals. We're children. We're yeah. preteens. We're going through puberty the last time the Celtics were in the finals. <laughs> mm. That's tough, man. I think I think you're gonna need more than just the usual if you're Golden State to pull this out. Not saying you can't. You know everybody rocks with. You know I usually go with the underdog, but uh, you're gonna need more than just the usual to pull this out. It's very clear, especially when Draymond hadn't given us a, a, a point game in double digits yet, and Clay can't get over twenty. Hey, tough. Yeah. Tough. Um, Wiggins, Wiggins got twenty. <laughs> well, see, Wiggins, you just throw the water man. down, nigga. The nigga you roofie <laughs> is working. Isn't that some mm-hmm. shit? Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. say that. <laughs> That's a bad analogy for me to say that next statement. I'll keep that to myself. But they definitely roofied my nigga Wiggins. Just he's, say they in, put he's in the they... sunken place. They put too much ice in this cup. Something. Damn, he didn't lost that. But um, last one. This is this is very interesting, and this is the uh, website's words, not mine. For you and the showerheads. Number four. Celtics require a heaping help of home remedy. Is what they say at number four. And yeah, when I read that, I had the same reaction, the same look on my face. So this is what they mean by that. So uh, the Celtics have lost twice, as we know, at home in a Buck series, as well as the Heat series. Finals have also not been kind to those that have had a home field advantage, right? With the Suns losing last year to the Bucks. Golden yeah. State losing in 2019 to the Raptors, losing in 2016 to the Cavs. They were home advantages in both of those games. So the way they worded it made me feel like they were saying that that is a weakness in Golden State's, you know, that's a chink in their armor. So the Celtics can exploit that if they have a good luck game at home you know i guess you could say i don't know what to call it i'm not saying that the crowd wouldn't play a part because you are going to the td garden like let's be honest crowd is going to play a part in that game and i don't think that steph has ever suffered from the sound of booze but we already talking about clay not doing well and we talking about a young jordan Poole. And we talking about a Draymond that can't get you 15 on a good scoring game. That's I'm not going to say that. I'm being yeah. hard on my nigga Draymond. Yeah, but you are. on a good scoring game, he'll get you 23 if he's on fire. 
Yeah. Going into the garden, you need a strong defensive plan. Everything you can do to shut the crowd mm-hmm. out. Offensively, I still feel Curry gonna do what he do. No, that's not gonna. Yeah, it's not gonna change nothing. But it's 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 the Celtics, you know, giving them an opportunity to rush a shot. It's an open one. Miss yeah. a rebound. I'm turn concerned. the you know get 16 plus turnovers because they haven't won a game unless they had 15 or less. Right. Yeah, I'm concerned with the rush shots the most. Turnovers as well. And being a young team and it being the finals with everything on the line, the crowd can affect them too. Didn't I say I saw a stat where it says Jason Tatum has 77 turnovers in the last (laughs) uh, in this current playoffs in the last series? Oh. Mm. I'm hoping I have that number wrong. I pray I have that number wrong. But I swear I saw a stat somewhere. I don't even know where I saw it. I have to look that up just for my own comfort. Yeah. But I know motherfuckers is tossing turnovers left and right. That's factual. But that happens when you against this is the best of the best. Nigga, we made it. Young Bucks, play like it. You good enough. Clearly, you made it there. Play like it. And I haven't seen that out of the Celtics yet. That's why this game may be dangerous. And I feel like if they get a win tonight, mm, it's going to be an uphill battle for the Golden State Warriors. And I'm, I'm willing to say, I don't I'm not willing to say that's factual. I wouldn't even say could be. It's an uphill battle if the Celtics win this. Yep. And if Golden State gives them their first loss after a loss in these playoffs, that can play a big part in the mental of the right. Celtics. You are absolutely correct. You are absolutely correct. And I was wrong. It wasn't uh second it wasn't it wasn't that they hadn't had two back to back losses all season, the last back to back loss that they had was back in the beginning of January. Mm-hmm. So I was incorrect on that, but there but even still that stat that's a big stat. You know what I'm saying? You went 6 months without back-to-back losses. Mm-hmm. That's a big stat. And I do agree with you if they do break that with this win tonight, you are right. That could break them young boys spirit. That could <laughs> That definitely could. And I did not factor that into a play. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I'm doing the math for the playoffs, right? I did Tatum's average by games played. I came up with 84 turnovers. For real? For the playoffs in 2022. So 77 must be the right number then. Shit, man. But that, but remember, that goes back to the, the episode we had about Russell Westbrook. You can't be hard on that nigga like that when you see how the how many the greats are putting up. Even Steph was high on that list. Yeah. But nobody talk about that. You know why? Because, number one, they're winners. And mm-hmm. number two, they're the primary ball handlers. You get more chances to mess up. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, by design, you would think that Russ would be being a point guard, but we all know LeBron's out on that court a lot. Mm-hmm. With Russ in a lineup, that is, is what I was saying. Yeah. And he is going to be the one to bring it up. That Yeah, I'm, that's a good point. Yeah, ball-dominant guys. I mean, it, it it's not too surprising. But at the same time, James Harden was above him on average when we had that episode. And you're in a team with KD and Kyrie. Either one of them can bring the ball up. You got three motherfuckers on your team that can bring the ball up. Why mm-hmm. the fuck you hired and Russ on that list? But maybe listen. maybe maybe uh Russ should have told or maybe Harden should have told Kyrie, hey, you the point guard instead of it being the other Right, way. right, <laughs> right. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> you are absolutely correct on that. <laughs> But yeah, I don't got nothing else. Uh, you got anything, Mark? You want to throw in before we start wrapping up? Uh, Kobe Bryant's jersey worn in his rookie rookie playoff sold for two point seven million dollars. I saw that. Oh my! Back in ninety six, ninety seven season, he I played two that. playoff games. I saw Not, that. I saw that. Yeah, that was uh that's pretty. I mean, I think obviously him passing away. Ups the value, pretty. of course, of course. Um, That's a different conversation altogether. But Snyder steps down as coach in Utah after eight seasons. Um, he resigned. No one's sure why, but hey, he's on the market, so who knows where he might land? Hmm. Outside of that, yeah, that's all I had. Go Warriors. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, wrap it up with the hit the showers. Um, I, might, I might need a moment. Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought up Dan Snyder in Utah because this makes a perfect hit the showers. <laughs> I like for that. The, for the entire Utah Jazz organization that allowed my boy, my number one heat, all-time uh, player, uh, Dwayne uh, Wade. Not Haslam. No, D-Wade, baby. This is a hit to shout D-Wade. Because you went to Utah, joined their ownership, and now Donovan Mitchell don't want to be there because he don't know what the hell going on in Utah. Let's go. Come down to the 305, baby. Who, Wade? No, Mitchell. Uh, I was about to Wade, say. No, 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 no. Wade need to just keep and stay where you at, baby. Right, I am about to say. Uh, I loved you for a long time. You retired. Enjoy life. But Donovan, call me, whatever. Hey, we'll love to have you. But how many, how many fans do you think Jordan lost out on when he bought into uh, Charlotte? None. You don't think? Where they ain't lose me as a fan. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that may be a little harsh to, for me to, you know, preface it like that. I don't really mean like. I mean, it's a little uneasy. Right, you that's that's you, a perfect. That's yeah. the you took the knowing words you, out of my mouth. Yeah, knowing you had an opportunity to, you know, get something in Miami, but you know that's all about venturing out. You know, you're on the West Coast. You know, words I like I like mouth. that shirt Malcolm got on. Marijuana is, is 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 you know more acceptable on the West Coast. Right, a lot of business ventures small market you close you to the, your best you, friend 
you get to flourish that a little bit. Maybe, you know, if it does way better than what they have done, then you're looking good. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of positives in it. So I don't I'm know, not but you still mad. in a place that still got sundown towns. <laughs> hey, hey, he still got Gabby too though. So you know listen. <laughs> I'm sorry, they may not have they may not regulate them the same way, but they still got them motherfuckers. Yeah, Believe they do. that, yeah, they Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe that. Fuck all that. So that's um, my Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go Continue. No, I was going to say, so that's just my hit the showers, man. Just Utah, just figure it out. You got a contender. Figure it out. I'm going to. Are you go? You go, Mal. Unless you don't got one. I'm still trying to figure mine out. Okay, I'll do mine then. Yeah, I'm looking to see what I can find. My hit the showers goes to Will Ferrell. Why? Because you let your son out there struggling for the motherfucking Golden State Warriors and the Tropic Thunders need another motherfucking shooting guard to bring back uh, season two of your motherfucking movie. Why you let your son out there hanging out to dry like that? Jackie Clay Moon Tom- Jr., Tropic Thunder 2, 2023. Clay Thompson going, he going to do his thing in Boston. Watch, he going to have a game. 2024, because 2024. I, I think my hit the showers has to go to Michael Jordan only because he's going to uh, give Mike D'Antoni an interview. Oh, yeah. Job. The- that's, that's just, that's just down. Mike D'Antoni, he never fares out too well. And that triangle offense he got. Remember, he tried to run that with Dwight and James Harden in Houston, and Mellow in New York. Mellow in New York. That's what I was about to say. That's where it originated, and it didn't they do are. bad. But originally, it didn't do bad. It didn't do great either. No, it definitely didn't do great. <laughs> but it didn't do bad. It took it took the league a minute to catch up to it. I don't know if you got any other tricks up your sleeve. Maybe. Nah, man. That's a real hit to showers. I like that one. That's kind of <laughs> like giving Phil Jackson another team president job. Mm-hmm. Like, why the hell would you do that? Right. <laughs> How much do you care about your team at this point? But let's be honest. Jordan's always been at that table that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. He knows which salad fork goes where. Yeah. So if there's any sort of connection and Dan Tony would have those. Right. I can understand why he would be considered for that position. Regardless of previous experience. I can understand it is all I'm saying. I'm not saying I would agree with it, but I can understand it. Only way I understand it is if he lead that interview and Jordan say, "Hey, you want to be an assistant?" That would probably be the best position for him. Run my offense. But I don't but. think he would accept that. <laughs> no. I don't think he would not. accept that. I don't think Mike D'Antoni would accept an exi- an assistant coach position. Because in his mind, he's one of the greats. I really do believe that. That high-powered Phoenix offense. You ain't no pop, bitch. 
<laughs> you ain't no pop, bitch. <laughs> All right, he ain't. Oh, hey, Q, you got a score update? Yeah, let's do it before we wrap. I am looking at four two, but let me get the latest and greatest. Let's seven see the latest. Celtics. Seven two ten, Celtics. Ten, ten Celtics. Ten two Celtics with Ooh. ten remaining in the first. Well, ten four now. No, that's what I they, said. You never know these youngers. Hey, they moving quick right now. They I guess they they, they must be running up and down the court, man, because the plays are changing quick. Hmm. 12-4. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, uh, fuck it, another one bites the dust. We done with this, bitch. We be on Saturday. Um, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, troll, do all that. Yeah, all that, all that. Um, to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. See y'all on Saturday. 630 See, um, Eastern, bitch. We out. Yep. Cavs is trash. Last place. Session.